Angel Talk is a special podcast presented by Raise for Rowan, a nonprofit organization that helps families who have lost a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. For more information on our organization or to start giving today, visit our website at www.raiseforrowan.org. This podcast would not be possible without the incredible, generous support of organizations like Smead Capital Management, Chris Hallett and Edward Jones, J&I Power Equipment, Olympia Orthopedic Associates, Robert McFadden Real Estate, Vickerman CPA Group, Timberland Bank, Academy Mortgage, and listeners just like you. And now, here's the pod. Welcome to Angel Talk. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the executive director of Raise for Rowan. We are the organization that helps families suffering the loss of a child, their funeral cost assistance and emotional support. I am joined by our co-host from miles and miles away. Say hello to the people, Lauren. Hey, guys. She is uh, in her dorm dorm room. Check still no uh, paintings or pictures on the wall. We're going to continue this particular... I think this is your motif. I don't know. No, I have, I do have my green pillows oh, now yeah. that are just that just aren't on, you know, the bed because I took sure. a nap sure. after my class today. Splash um, of color, splash of color. And and I have blankets on my bed. I just haven't done a mm. lot of wall decoration. Sure, sure. Yeah, no. It's fine. Yeah, and no, it, it's fine. It's fine. We'll see how long it takes over under how long it takes to get a, <laughs> something on the wall. That's awesome. Uh so yeah. so first thing as as we usually do, let's report. Let's let's do a little uh, check-in on on the campus. Sport started, which is of course your wheelhouse. So we're going to do a little right. like we're going to do a little sports center. We'll start with uh West Virginia football. So uh, your Mountaineers lost week one yeah. to, to Maryland, 30 to 24, um, you know, kind of a lackluster showing against an opponent that uh, really they should have beaten. Uh, they follow that up by nipping yeah. the Long Island. I don't even know what they are. 66 to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it was great to win 66 to nothing. But it was so boring. Was it really? It was like, yeah, there was just, I mean, it was exciting, you know, scoring all those touchdowns, Mm -hmm. but it just got boring because you could just tell like Long Island wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, no, clearly, clearly they Um, scored zero points. But we play Virginia Tech next week. And so that'll be like a really good game got it and it's at home which is exciting yeah and um hoping that they play green who's our sophomore quarterback instead of our fifth year quarterback because he is our fifth year quarterback's not that good (laughs) well you heard it here first folks that's going to go viral on campus lauren adderley says the fifth year starter is no good Don't worry. We were the student section was literally chanting, "We want green." That's who's awesome. The sophomore, so got to make that fifth-year senior feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh yeah. I, I was thinking about it. I was like, Oh, he was probably not yeah. having a great. Time. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, Oh, that's awesome. Thanks everybody. Um, so yes, it was the, it was the, it was the biggest score of the weekend. I couldn't believe it when I saw it come across on the ticker. It was 66, nothing. I was like, wow, what a, what a thing. How, how was the stadium? Was it cool? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, you know, in a blowout like that, people start leaving early. So towards the end, you could definitely see like more holes, but it, um, it got filled up and next week it's, or this Saturday is going to be even more filled up because it's against, you know, an actual opponent. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about really quick though, because this is your sport. And that is women's soccer. I hope you can appreciate. I did a deep dive, Lauren. I went on to the WVU College Athletics website. I checked out some scores. So I hope you can appreciate. I hope you can appreciate what I've done here. Uh, Give you an update on the women's soccer. I don't know if they played Georgetown yet. I'm not quite sure. I haven't checked actually the site. But at. Oh, gosh. I think they played them yesterday. Did they? Did they? Um, but yeah, our, uh, soccer is actually doing pretty well. Our men's soccer had two huge, um, wins in one week. They beat both Pitt and Penn State. So they're ranked currently number five, I believe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then. Wow. Number five uh, in the country. That's pretty great. Yeah. Um. And then yesterday they played the woman yesterday the women's played St. Francis and won five nothing. Mm-hmm. And um on Friday the men played Ohio State and beat them one nothing. Mm-hmm. When they're, you know, looking sharp. I can't believe the men are ranked five. That's amazing. So are you going to try and make it out to one of these women's soccer games? You need to like, you need to like get out there and support the team. Oh, this is your passion sport. I've, so I've been to both. I've been to a women's game and I've been to a few men's games. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. So I've been out there. Um, it's, it's always like a good time. I didn't go to the game yesterday because it was at one Mm -hmm. and I was, Still in bed. That's awesome. From from football. Saturday. From football. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was it was hot and sunny, and you're just tired. And yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good question. Do you have AC in the room? I do. I do oh, have AC. Excellent. So it's at a nice. Uh, there's no, not all dorms here do. So, oh wow. Um. So the AC is. Is it's a key, excellent key player, excellent. So now that you've been you've been to the stadiums in the field, so this is probably now an easy question for you. Uh, oh yeah. What is the name of the of the soccer field that the that the WVU women play on? It's the Dick Delesque Stadium. There you go. And, and do we know who he is? Have you figured anything out on I, that front? I've seen a plaque at the stadium and i think he was like a coach or something that would make sense um but yeah i'm yeah there's like a plaque and and i'm pretty sure he was like a coach yeah 
Okay, well, there you go. That is this week's uh, update on WVU Campus Life, in particular the sports section. We'll, uh, we'll do this again next week. I, I really like getting the updates as, as we go along. This is, this is fun. I'm, I'm paying attention to West Virginia football now, so that's interesting. Hey. <laughs> hey, the, the Huskies can't win, so. Yeah, oh, my <laughs> God, they looked horrible. Oh, my gosh, it's just like watching a train wreck out there. That offense can't move five feet but yeah yeah no it was pretty sad it's a pretty tough one it's a pretty tough one so uh i want to bring it back to you know we usually talk uh about um angels or or give little segments about why we do this we have another really neat little sort of positive note um, this is, again, uh, donor-based, so we talked a little bit about that last or two weeks ago on the pod. We had that really lovely story of um, her, the mother and her and her two sons raising money for their angel. Uh, this week, we actually got a really neat message uh, in our inbox from um, the Feds. That is a softball team that played in the inaugural Yelm Prairie Days softball tournament and actually uh, donated all of their winnings. Team won. Congratulations, Feds, uh, Michael Malik and the team. Uh, good job. Way to way to step up. But here was the coolest part: they actually donated all of their winnings to raise for Rowan. So an eight hundred eighty-five dollar oh, check. Amazing. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So we want to thank Michael and the team. We're going to be um, headed out to their next game. Take a little picture. We got a little surprise for them. So it'll be pretty fun. Nice. But we wanted to give a little shout out to the Feds, Michael Malik and the Feds. Way to uh, win the tournament, and then uh, and then do some good for us. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I want to uh, I want to get to this week's topic because okay. one of the reasons why uh, this question was on my mind was because this weekend, of course, was uh, the twentieth. I don't know if you can call it the anniversary. That's a real anniversaries usually mean something good. Um, so 20th commemoration, right. yeah. if you will, of, uh, right. of September 11th, which, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny because in thinking of it as, as I was kind of going through this, I thought to myself, wow, Lauren, how, how old were you when September 11th happened? I wasn't born yet. You weren't born yet. That see, that's no, because, know. because so September 11th, 2001, Mm-hmm. I was born December 31st, 2002. Oh, wow. So my sister Paige, who's 20 months older than me, was just – she wasn't even six months old yet when yeah. that happened because yeah. she was born in April of 2001. Yeah. And that's what I've kind of noticed. There, There is this new uh, sort of genera- – it's a whole generation now that that has come and gone – uh, since September 11th, my kids didn't even, it's not even a thing. They, they were asking all sorts of questions about September 11th and it's odd because I, it makes me feel, it makes me think of like what my father, uh, was like when, um, when we would ask him about like the Kennedy assassination, cause that was the seminal mm-hmm. moment for, for his generation. We'd ask him all these questions about like, how did it happen? Where was he? Why did it happen? And I felt that same odd like back and forth with my kids this weekend. They were asking me like where I was when September 11th happened. What was it? Why did they do it? All of these very yeah. like complicated questions. Um, it did make me think though about um, 
trigger moments, if you will, because one, because mm -hmm. because September 11th is this odd day, and you saw it on Saturday. You know, we we re we really are divided. Of course, most of the time, there's a there's a lot of like back and forth. But September 11th sort of still puts a lot of those divisions on the back burner, and people really, yeah. really do still come together on September 11th. Um, but for a lot of people, it's probably the worst day of their lives, right, for a lot of these families yeah. who have lost somebody. So um, it made me think, are there any things that happen in your life or any dates or anything, any, anything that comes up that takes you back to the tougher part of the grieving process and how do you get how do you how do you deal with them um yeah so I feel like you kind of have your basics where you have you know holidays um their uh call it like their angel versary and then their birthday mm -hmm. I would say those are kind of more of the three general for just anyone who's lost someone close to them those are typically kind of like the three general ones yeah um but for me personally i would say a lot of it is whenever something like i don't want to say like i guess like big happens mm -hmm. you know like um, someone gets married or, you know, graduate at like when my oldest sister graduated college or I graduated high school and, uh, when Paige and I will graduate college and my, you know, my sister's getting married this summer. So I would say, you know, when you have kind of those big moments and you're looking around and, and in those big moments, you want all the people that you love and hold near and dear to your heart there. And, you know, that person just can't be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, uh, so then, so then when you're, when you're in those moments, um, what do you, like, how do you climb your way out of them is the best way to, I guess, put it. How do you deal with it? Yeah. Um, I, ooh, that's a hard one. I think. For me, what I've really tried to implement over the last probably like ooh, two year and a half to two years mm -hmm. is kind of when I get in those moments, just like remember of how lucky I am to have had her in my life for as much time as I had and um, and that like cliche quote of smile because it happened don't cry because it's over mm -hmm. oh that's good um and I think there's a lot of that you know smile on the times that you had with that person um and obviously there's going to be times when you cry and that's perfectly 100% okay but um just I guess keeping it kind of the center focus of being thankful and grateful that you had that person in your life in the first place. Yeah. Um, but again, that's a lot easier said than done. Sure. And it's a lot easier to say, Oh, like do these things, uh -huh. um, than actually doing them. Yeah. 
And, you know, I would just really say that, again, there's going to, I, there's going to be, you know, good days and there's going to be bad days. And, uh, I think it's just allowing yourself to, you know, be in the good days. And, and then when you're in the bad days, just remembering that it's not, um, it's not the end of, you know, it's not the end of the world to have a bad day and it's not, uh, it's like, I don't want to say there's nothing like you can do to not have a bad day. Like they're going to happen. Yeah. And so really just focusing on, um, and I don't want to say focusing on the good things in your life, but you know, really just focusing on what you have to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, also just focusing on, what, um, you know, if if you're having a bad day and it's because of the, you know, the grief or the person you lost, like, you know, watch some old videos, go through some old pictures, like, you know, also allow yourself to feel those feelings because they're valid Mm. and they're, they're a part of you. Yeah. Uh, were there ever any times you were surprised that something sort of triggered you? Is there ever anything where you're like, oh, wow, I don't know why I'm emotional uh, over this. Um, is there ever anything like that? Um, gosh. I mean, probably. Like graduations? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I more so expected those yeah just to like bring up feelings Mm -hmm. but I would say on a moment I didn't expect it's honestly probably just the when you do little things and and like they come to mind you know yeah or um just like walking down the street and then all of a sudden a memory pops into your head yeah and, you know, those kinds of things, those things always freak me out a little bit mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, it's not like I was purposefully trying to do it or whatever. But or gosh, I'm trying to think of a time, like a specific time. Um I mean, probably just, probably like most recent for me was when I was, you know, got to say my goodbye to Kayla when I left for college and to Paige when I left for college and, and remembering when I said goodbye to Stacia leaving for college and not having that moment of like saying goodbye to her when I was leaving for college. I would say, um, I think I knew that I, that'd be like a little hard, but I don't think, um, I expected it to weigh on my mind as much as it did. Yeah. Wow. That's actually a really good one. 
Um, well, that that's really that's really uh, excellent advice. Um, try and try and like focus on the on the good times, but then also recognizing the fact that um, you are going to go through those moments. Uh, they actually shouldn't be a surprise uh, at all. You should you should almost expect to find yourself triggered at least a few times uh, during this entire process. No. Yeah, I think. Honestly, I would say I think the days that you think are going to be really tough are typically a lot easier than the ones you think are going to be easy. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, yeah. like I, you know, in my head, yeah, I know her not being at Christmas is hard, right? So you can but prep. You I can think, almost like prepare yourself. But, yeah. Right. But I think I know that's going to be hard. Whereas on that random Tuesday, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. that I didn't mentally get into that space uh-huh. i think that's a lot harder yeah that's good but there's nothing but there's nothing you can do to control that is the thing right 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 absolutely i mean that's the biggest thing you just have to recognize that you're not in control of it you know you have to you have to recognize it's going to wash over you go through those feelings and then you know try as hard as you can to kind of to you know come back from them once you're finished i suppose you know right yeah yeah well, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, do you have any good news that you'd like to uh, that you'd like to share with the people? I mean, it's always a good news when the Hawks win. Like, <laughs> that's, you know, of course, of I course. Mean, it's, it's all. It's always a good news when the Hawks win, the Vikings lose. Yeah. The Patriots lose. Yeah. Uh, no offense to you, the Green Bay know, Packers know, get demolished. Yeah, yeah, that was the most embarrassing one of the weekend. You know, unfortunately, all of the other teams in the NFC West are also won their first games. Because they're real good. I think, you know, yeah, it just shows how we're the toughest conference in football. No but, question. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's always a good day when Russell's connecting with his tight ends and his wide receivers. And, and Adams and Bobby Wagner are just looking sharp. Like, yeah, yeah. What am I, what am I, I, I know this is going to upset, so, like, we, it's going to upset some listeners. One of my favorite weekends is always when the Packers win at 10 and the Seahawks lose at 1. <laughs> and, oh, and, and the reverse absolutely happened. The, the Seahawks looked awesome. They looked great. And then the Packers just laid a stinker out there oh my gosh it looked horrible made people who like the packers go oh oh is this gonna be a bad season because this is not like a regular loss this is like a horrible loss it was bad yeah 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 and i mean like i've talked to you about this before uh you know i would trade rogers for for wilson i would have definitely done that this weekend oh man yeah brutal brutal Um don't think Russ is going to be leaving I don't think Seattle so anytime think, soon. But, I don't think uh, so either. Pete yeah, Carroll no, had his arm around him. They were like smiling and laughing with each other. Oh, yeah, man. And I mean, and I mean um, he even got some like valuable time in the pocket, which was nice to see instead of yeah. just constantly watching him, you know, running For his everywhere. Life. Yeah. Because, right. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it's a good day. I think it's, it's going to be a, a hopefully day. it's going to be a good season. Good day and, for Hawks fans. Uh, it, uh, 
it it looked promising. Yeah, yeah, it did look promising. Mine was the opposite of promising. Um, it looked right. dismal. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the good news that I have is actually related to September 11th. I found this on the goodnewsnetwork.org. Um, it is a bank based out of New York. Actually, it was based in the World Trade Center on the 104th floor. Sander, Sander, Sandler, O'Neill, and Partners. They actually, on September 11th, lost 66 folks in the, uh, in the attack and the ensuing uh, collapse of the building. Um, the company made a decision almost from the outset, however, on how to, they were trying to figure out the best way to honor uh, the families who've lost somebody. So what they decided to do was uh, guarantee the payment of full tuition for all 76 children uh, of the folks who passed oh, away. And all That's awesome. Yes, and almost all 76 of those kids have now graduated after getting their college paid in full. So uh, that is awesome. That is a really, really neat story. There's, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a huge, huge tragedy. But to be able to help families like that was pretty neat. I thought that was a pretty cool little story. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for hopping on again. We're going to we don't want to we don't want to take up too much more of your time. We got to get you to class. I promised that I would not be the one who would be responsible for you uh, skipping class. That's going to be your fault all the way. So. I hate, um, haven't missed a class yet. Have I you not? Go on the record. 100%. I have not missed, 100% have not missed one single class. Congrats. Well done. Model Thank student. You. Model student. It, there have been times where I've wanted to. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I have not. I have Excellent. been to every single class so far. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what's the, uh, is the sports medicine still the one that you, like the class you really like or which one's the class you like right now? Um, so I actually haven't started my athletic training class that oh. starts in October. Yeah. Um, but I would probably say, um, the one that's like most interesting is probably my exercise psych class. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. So that's still your favorite so far. Yeah. I think it's just like the one that, um, is most like, pro- like stimulates yeah, yeah. me intellectually the most oh, okay all right that sounds good that sounds good good job all right exercise psych that's a pretty yep. that's a pretty good one okay we'll have to we'll have to what we're gonna do is i think i think uh like halfway through this thing we'll have to ask you a few questions about exercise psych to make sure that you're you're actually paying attention in class and just kind of, okay. I mean, I don't know anything about exercise psych, so that's the thing. You could totally BS me, but we don't know. We'll ask you the questions right, okay. anyway. We'll ask you the questions anyway. But, um, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, get to class because your next class starts really soon. Uh, thank you for hopping on. Yeah. Thank you for hopping on again, Lauren, and, uh, and uh, go Mountaineers. Yeah. See you guys next week. All right. See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye.